Hey, uh, happy Friday, Miles. What's going on, bud? Yeah, Brian, I've got a question, man. Ooh, I like questions. I don't know if I have answers, but I'll try. It's, it's just been troubling me like the last few days. I've like been losing sleep over it, mm. so I just need some closure. But um, over over where you are, mm. when you order a Domino's pizza, I don't do you that. Get your pizza. Nope. I mean, we can, I can okay, I can finish. Let's just, no, I can I can answer I can answer your question right now. We don't order Domino pizzas because okay. because we have better taste in food over here. If if you were if I was to order, in, okay. if, if you was to, if I was order, somehow a um, lesser of a human being, I'm, I'm following so far. Go go on. Does your pizza come with a free dip? Not to my knowledge, no. Okay, because they always did here, but then this week I paid for an extra dip and I only got one dip. Yeah, and so I think that they owe me fifty cents. So I'm working out whether or not to um fill out a form and, and claim it back listen the last time i used uber eats i got like a bucket of fried chicken and i was like oh man i just like love kfc sauce it used to be called finger licking sauce um and now it's kfc sauce but ever since covid they were like don't look your fucking fingers and i was like all right i get it I understand. <clears throat> and so, um, so <laughs> that's a real thing if you can believe it and so i um so i ordered like six like the little things six little things of kfc sauce because like, there's a big bucket of chicken it's gonna take me like two mm. maybe three days to eat it let's be fair just one night um and so and and then and it showed up and i'm so happy i was starving and uh and and then and then no sauces not just not just not six none zero sauces and i was like you know what i'm never using uber eats again and i'm never ordering so kfc terrible, again man. i'm so sorry it's like Brian. ruined really kfc bad. for life dude should we still do the show or no do you wanna, no i'm, we, I'm never we... gonna recover from this <laughs> I'm, going, okay, I'm going back yeah. to bed all right see you next friday everyone See you next Tuesday. Oh yeah. It's such a such a dad joke. Which is perfect. It's Friday. Alright, Miles, let's do this thing. You ready? Yep. Let's go. Let's go. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Two Eyes Friday, right here on PSVR Without World. We do it live for your viewing pleasure. We do it right here on YouTube, so you can be here with us right now, like lots of you are in the chat. We also do it audio style, if you like to watch with your ears over on podcast services of your choice. Thank you to Sci-Fi Gamecat Henry that gets timestamps up in this piece after the fact, and thank you to Jamie Meow, who uploads this over on Spotify, and pretty much anywhere else you can listen to podcasts. My name is Brian Pop, this gentleman right here, PSVR Without Pro, and this gentleman over here to my right, it's Miles, Two Wise Dire, from YouTube.com, slash Miles. Happy Friday, Brian. Happy Friday, Gamecats. Hope you are having a wonderful week. Is it week three now of PSVR 2? Dude, dude, it's been, it's literally been out for two weeks and two days. Dude, it's just been, I've just lost track of time. It's like, old what news. is time anymore? Where's PSVR 3? It's, it's true, it's old true. News. I'm just dr- drowning in games still. Uh, and would love to know in the chat, like, what games, yeah. what games has everyone been getting lost in at the moment? Because uh, you were live streaming just before the show, Brian, weren't you? Bit of Resi, Resi 8? Oh, man, yeah. And dude, the games keeps getting better and better and better. I, I, yeah. I complained a little bit that it was cutscene heavy at first. Uh, and and I, still hold, I still hold to that. You know, uh, n- again, nothing to do with the VR implementation. I think the VR implementation was great, but just as a game that is 
definitely made fun of for for silly storylines. Like dev does not need to be so cutscene heavy. But then, and then, but then I played for what two and a half hours today or something. I don't even know. I'd have to check how long I streamed for. And there were very very few cutscenes. And, and like this is this is here we are. We're we're to the best part of this game. Um, but then other people have been like, no, no, you're not. You have not yet gotten to the best part of the game. So Miles, I am so excited to continue my playthrough of Resident Evil. I'm so happy that I found a great way to do it where people can like hang out and watch and witness my reactions and I'm not being distracted or or feeling even like I'm streaming it. I'm playing it kind of the way that I would, talking to myself quite a bit more. Um and then you know, but 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 still giving Tornado some pets when she comes by to visit. That's nice. Yeah. And what I love about Resident Evil Village and the way it was marketed and and for people that are like not that, you know, have stayed away from it since it initially launched is I don't know about you, but my the only things I knew about Resident Evil Village was there was a village, um, there were werewolves in it, mm. and there was a castle. Spoilers! With the big mama. <laughs> uh, big mama but, but, but But that was it. And having played, I've played about a couple of hours into it, and I'm already in, in, in the castle, already met her. I won't go into any more details than that. But it's yeah, like, she's, she's still nice. a lot more... She's nice, isn't she? She's very, very nice, very nice. Yeah, hospitable. Um, yeah, yeah. From what I know of of her so far, uh, she kissed my hand. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it's 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 still <laughs> early days, and I'm like, I have no idea, like how much time you're going to spend in the castle, what other like worlds there are and environments to explore. Yeah. Um, and that's just the magic of Resident Evil because I think it's also the same with with Seven. Um, you know, all that was known about it was you visit this house in the middle of nowhere. Um, but it doesn't mean that even if you are to stay in that area, that the environments can't be diverse and not just the environments, but the characters you meet. Um, and so, yeah, Resident Evil just is just such a it's, it's why it's VRAF yeah. uh, when it comes to those ports, because they just constantly surprise you. Yeah, I ended up in a uh, I ended up in a room on my stream today where I was I mean, it, it seemed like I was like, OK, you walk into this room and it kind of presents you with a puzzle uh, and then you just go. I'm just going to stick around here and figure this thing out. And like, it, it felt so re- very resident evil. Uh, and, and I just loved it, man. Like I just, I just felt like it was, it was ripped out of resident evil two. It felt like, or at least the room felt like it was, the puzzle was a little bit different. Could probably couldn't have been done in RE2, but it's just, it, just like very, very enjoyable puzzles, very enjoyable action. And dude, the best VR game, the best V best looking VR game I've ever played. And I don't know, man. This is, it's going to be tough. It might be the best VR game I've ever played. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we've said this uh, before about not jumping back to PSVR, although I think it's something we should all do eventually. Um, I'd be curious to know how P- um, RE7 feels going back to it. Because RE7 was a, a beautiful-looking game on that, on that. Yeah. And to have that, you know, come to PSVR 2 would be amazing. And... I, I don't know. On a scale of zero to ten, how confident are you that Capcom are going to do it? Let's say in the next four years, um, <laughs> because it, it feels like a yeah, they should, definitely should. But they're working on RE4 now. Like, there's a lot of things that should you know get an upgrade, but it's about their priorities. And they're like, you know what? We sold a lot. 
Um, how many more are we going to sell? And, and to be honest, I think they would sell a lot if it, it came. But they might go, actually, no, we yeah. should pull RE2 to VR next. And, and so we may never see it. I, I'm, I'm sort of somewhere in the middle. I'm not as... I'm not on the high end of the spectrum of confidence. What about you? I'm on the high end of the spectrum because this is a PlayStation VR exclusive. Resident Evil 7 right. never came to PC or any other VR platforms. This is something that Sony wanted. This is something that Sony paid for, just like Village. And I feel like they've got Resident Evil. They've got Capcom in their back pocket when it comes to PSVR 2, right? They've, like, this is, this is their, the, we, we don't know what to expect from other third-party AAA studios, but we kind of know that Capcom and Sony are in bed together, right? And it's like, there's so many people enjoyed Resident Evil 7 on PSVR 1, still considered to be one of the best VR games ever made, despite not having full move support integration or any move support integration. Uh, why wouldn't you want that on your next headset with full sense controller support to be like, hey, we have... We have two of the best Resident Evil games ever made uh, exclusively on our VR headset. It'd be amazing. Why wouldn't you do it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I you know, I understand that. And and actually, there was news that came out, was it today, about the Sony have, or PlayStation have explained they've got about $8 billion. <laughs> about $8 billion just splashing about for acquisitions that they're willing to invest. And so as you were mentioning that, I looked up what the net worth of um, Capcom is. And uh, it currently is, as of March 10th, so today, uh, it's $6.59 billion. So are they going to spend the majority of that $8 billion that they've got to spend? But for me, it was like Square Enix and Capcom do feel like those two, you know, um, studios uh, that have such a close relationship with Sony, which to some extent might mean they don't need to acquire them because they have this good relationship. They don't need to bring them on board um so yeah it's too bad they didn't acquire square um i mean i guess you could acquire square now for cheaper than ever because they're <laughs> they're kind of flailing um but like but you know back back in the day like they were known for i mean obviously some killer killer rpgs on snes but i think they hit their heyday on playstation one right just like Final Fantasy 7, 8, 9, Xenogears, Chrono Cross. I mean, it was just like banger after banger. Then you had like the fun, like kind of like side shoot titles where it was like they did Bushido Blade. They did uh, Brave Friends or Musashi. Like do, like some really uh, seminal titles on PS1. And so now that like there's no way their stock is worth anything like it used to. They sold off like the big, biggest franchise they had. Um, I would, dude, I would pick those guys up in a heartbeat and, and be like, let's get back to basics, guys. People are dying for some really lengthy JRPGs out there um, and, 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 and make one of them first person for PSVR 2. Like, let's do this shit, you know? Yeah, that would be great. And actually, going back to Capcom again, um, you know, um, one of their other big IPs is Street Fighter. And Sony has done an acquisition in the last few years of um, a fighting tournament. I'm, I, I can't think of the top of my head, but... You know, Sony have always done a lot of investment we, into... The, about Evo? Sorry, I wasn't... Yeah, Evo, okay. that was it, Evo. Yeah, um, but also Street Fighter has a, you know, gets deals with PlayStation, you know, it's another big property. So there are a lot of things that are aligned there. But um, yeah, no, nice. for sure. 
Um, so yeah, Resident Evil Village, you've been playing a lot of, and you're enjoying it. Um, and any other any other games at the moment? I mean, you've been very busy with reviews. Uh, I mean, being <laughs> being on a live show Monday, Wednesday, Friday means you guys are pretty up to date out there as to what I've been playing. Um, so the last game uh, that I spent a lot of time with prior to uh, prior to today's show, of course, was Tales from a Galaxy's Edge, uh, which is just so much better than i expected but miles uh and if you want my impressions of that obviously just go back and watch wednesday's show yes. with wes uh but, but miles you and i you and i have both been playing uh both played to completion something that uh that came out today uh and that's yeah. before your eyes now my review for before your eyes went up at midnight last night or this morning and uh but so people i think at this point know what i think of it i have no idea what you think of it yeah um well, I'll preface this by talking about your review, which was I watched it and thought, how is Brian going to tackle this? Because I went in blind. Um, I'd seen the trailers and it doesn't really tell you a lot. You don't really know what you're going to get into. And I thought that you you walked the line really, really well. You spoke, uh, you know, you, you showed a bit of it, some of the scenes. You sort of painted the picture of kind of what you're going to be doing. But for anyone that's not played it, you're going to have no idea. And actually from a lot of the scenes that you showed, it reflected a lot on how I felt when I started playing the game. So I put the headset on and I thought I'll probably do this in a couple of sessions. Yeah. I remember you said to me, like, you got a couple of hours to play it um, before Friday's show. Um, and it was something that I was I was keen to um, get into. And as I started playing it, um, the first thing I would say is we, we often talk about the fact that it involves eye tracking, um, which it does. But and. For a lot of you, you're not going to care about this and think, well, so what? It's a technicality. But I think it's an important one. You're not selecting things on the screen by looking at them. You're actually tilting your head, right. unless that's a um, a setting that I've, I've missed. Nope. Um, and, and I think that works really, really well because it just... it. I think the idea of having a cursor that's always going where your eyes are, I think would be probably a bit weird. But the eye tracking is around blinking or closing your eyes. And... Um, so very early on in the game, I'd say the first 20 minutes, I was like, this is cute. Um, I like what they're doing here. I'm getting a real sense of like, you know, life flashes before your eyes kind of thing. Like it's it's very poetic and it's great. And that's as much as I'm going to say about the story. It's it's just like looking at life and, and going through time by blinking. Yeah. Um, and then I started feeling, okay, there's some interesting characters here. Um and I thought, okay, I'm going to wait until it gets to a clear end of a chapter and then I'll probably make myself some dinner and then play the rest tomorrow. And, you know, maybe like 40 minutes later, you basically get to what you think is the halfway point and you think, oh, we're going to do the other half. And you do the other half, but it, it goes on a completely different path to what you'd expect, um, which I think was a great thing to do narratively. Uh, and again, I'm going to be talking very broadly about the story and not going into specifics. Um, and then as it got towards the end, uh, there were two beats. It was like a one-two punch. First one, I felt tears running down. Second one, that was me. And there's a mechanic. Well, there's, a, there's mechanics that happen all the way through the game. But when there is this big sort of like ending moment that's very emotional, they really hit the mechanic hard with it. And you probably know what I'm talking about with it. Um, where I would say there's a lot of switching um, and that will mean nothing to no one's that played the game uh, and when you're emotional you lose control of what your eyes are doing and stuff like that and um, there, there's things throughout the game where 
you're trying to watch a scene and the metronome appears, which you'll see from the review. Um, when the metronome appears, when you blink, when the metronome clicks, if you, if you blink when it's not, you know, um, making the tick, um, then, then it won't go to the next scene. And there's a couple of times you're like, Oh, I didn't blink. And it's like, you're already on the next scene. No, I wanted to find out what was going on there. Right. And there was a few times where I, I kept my eyes open. I actually got a clip of me when they first introduced the mechanic and they go, right, it's time to go. And I keep my eyes open. I think the video is for like a minute 20 and the character keeps talking going, come on, I can wait longer than you can <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. I, I, I did. I want to see if any, what the record is to see how long the conversation goes on for. Um, so yeah, look, um, <clears throat> it was, it was a journey in terms of my feelings about the game. It started off going, this is cute. It's a cool mechanic. I got a bit skeptical. And then it's one of those stories where when you get to the end, it makes you appreciate it all much more. I don't know if that means I'm going to want to play it all again, but it's definitely a game that I would love friends to experience. Um, And uh, yeah, I thought it was very moving. And so what I've said in my sort of Twitter review, uh, while pointing people to the PSVR channel... Um, is if you are a fan of games and like experiences like Journey, What Remains of Edith Finch, Ghost Giant, if you like those games, it's a no-brainer. You okay. should experience this because I think it's I think it's ten pounds in the UK. Is it like ten? Is it ten dollars in, in the US or oh fifteen? Um, yeah, and it, and it comes down to priorities. If you're strapped for cash at the moment, then yeah, maybe wait for a bit later because it's a short game, um, but. I think it's I think it's a, a game that's worth experiencing. And, and and sorry, and final point from your review, Brian, that I thought was really great was that you were saying that these kind of experiences are normally the most common thing. You know, when you look through the PSVR titles early on, you're like, okay, so which one of these are actual games? There's so many like experiences. Whereas now we have all these full fledged games. It's actually nice to have something a bit more intimate and uh, more of an experience. And um, I'm I'm just so glad they made the game. It's it's beautiful, um, it's moving, and uh, yeah, um, like you, it was the first time I had to clean my headset of of salt <laughs> from all the salty tears. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that that is the crazy thing, right? It's like here here's uh, I, I can't even call it a genre. It's just a type of game and the ex- the experience genre, if that's a thing. Um, it's something we were very, very much sick of on PSVR one very early on. And then here it is like, you know, we, we just got blasted with game after game, after game, after game, after game, after game on PSVR two. And we're like, Oh, this is actually, it's actually nice to like be able to jump into something and just kind of play through it 90 minutes and, and, and experience the whole thing in one playthrough. Even the developers are like, it's meant to kind of be played once for the full experience. Like you can go back and see all the other options uh, and, and see, you know, kind of the different scenes that you can access um, and, and go for the platinum, which does seem like the trophies are bugged right now. Um, but it's so, it is refreshing. It, it's, it's just a nice feeling to kind of just take this in while I'm playing through Demio, while I'm playing through Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, while I'm playing through Resident Evil. I mean like these bigger games that like just feel uh, like, I don't know, like, like, I don't want to say work, right? But 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 they certainly they're certainly going to take some time. And then this is like here's here's just this beautiful story that you get to experience in a sitting, which is really nice. So. And it's a game I just love to chat with people once they've experienced it. In a weird way, I'd love for us to do a spoiler cast on it, just like talking yeah. about it because it's got interesting themes. There are certain mechanics in it that I was found quite interesting that I'd love to talk about and. Um, 
you know, issues that I had with certain parts that you can't really talk about with getting into spoilers and right. stuff. Um, but yeah, um, it's an interesting one because um, um, SR1034 in the chat says, I want to get a short experience game for my 93-year-old gram, uh, granddad to try. Um, it's an interesting one because because of the slow start, I... I wonder if some people would go right. I've kind of got it now. I'm ready to move on. Who aren't VR gamers? Yep. A, a lot of gamers we've developed. We, we, we we've known the patience of sometimes you've got to let things go. I know that maybe non-gamers would think right. So what else am I supposed to be doing here? It's like oh no no, you just got to keep blinking and going through the scenes. Yeah. Um, B, yeah, B triple had um, asked in the chat if you can if you can cheat uh, the blinking mechanic and you can. Um, well, I can. You you can't so much, Miles. You can you can close one eye at a time. So very frequently, like when I was like just waiting the scene out, I'd be like, "Wait, just and does that actually does that prevent your need to blink by doing it one eye at a time? Yeah, or do you still, yeah, because because yeah. your eyes aren't drying out. I know that, but I just assume that you're you're so like your reflexes would still want you to do them both at the same time. Um, but yeah, you're you're yeah. What, you're the weirdest human being I've ever met, Miles. Like I've never, you don't, I've you never, don't understand yeah, I, winking. I don't know what blinking. It's so yeah. Well, I blinking I get, but winking is just, <laughs> yeah. It's just again, I've not, I've not, I've not looked up YouTube tutorials yet, and I do need to because Bridge in Pavlov is all sniper rifles and <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not pretty. Hey, before we move on, uh, I do want to get, tackle a couple of tips here. Uh, Looper the Underground Game Cat with the two euros says but why are they using head aiming instead of eye tracking um it's a good question i I will say uh, i didn't even mention this in my review i didn't like that there was a big white dot in the middle of my vision constantly right it's like it would Mm. it would have been nice just to be able to use eye tracking to like look at the icon blink and then and then just that be it right maybe maybe they can patch it in eventually but uh yeah i don't know i don't know I do think it was an inventive use of eye tracking or, or blink detection, whatever you want to call it. Um, but but yeah, they they certainly could have gone further with it. So maybe before your eyes, yeah, too, that would have been a would be that would have been a nice set and turn off. Yeah. Um, Andrew Bailey with the two quid says your next two hours in Resident Evil Eight are going to get super scary. That's really good to hear because I'm that's he. Yeah, to me, yeah. Uh, I believe to because uh, I will say, and that, you know nothing about what's coming. Nothing. No, dude, I, I, dude. I've been so good I'm about... I'm not saying anything, but... I've been so good. I don't, I don't know what you could possibly tell me. You're, you're further behind than I am. Is, well, the only reason I know is because there are people that talk about... And, and I'm not going to say anything specific. They, they all say that in capital T-H-A-T. Mm-hmm. That, that moment, like, oh, you haven't got to that bit yet. Mm. And PlayStation Access, yeah. it went viral with a clip and stuff. And, like, it's good that you don't know about it. There's one word. Wait. There's one word that people say... And I won't say what the word is, but that clues me in that something scary is coming. There's one word. Right. They're like, oh, have you made it to this part yet? And I'm like, and they use that one word. And I'm like, I have not. I guess we'll find out what that is all about. Um, but apparently there's Ethan. some super scary parts in this game. Uh, and that's the great Ethan thing. is the word. <laughs> yeah. Ethan. Have you made it to Ethan Or piano. Yet? Isn't it piano? Dude. <laughs> I was playing a piano today. I was uh, in, in Resident Evil. I was trying. I was trying to figure out uh, the Black Parade. Like ping, 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 ping. So you cannot. It is. It is ping, totally ping. playable. Yep. Yep. It's crazy. Um. Ba, 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 ba. Let's see. Uh. Oh. A quick. A quick. A quick thing on Resident Evil Village yeah. about immersion is um one of the things I did in the opening two hours is you get to a chain fence and I just killed a lichen and I then I shot the chain with my pistol and obviously you need to go and get the uh um 
What's the uh, the thingy thing called, Brian? <laughs> Either Brian's frozen, or he likes hanging me out to dry. I'm a but anyway, big, big fan of hanging you out to dry. But the, yeah, the yeah, thingy yeah. thing, like that wasn't a description. The, that wasn't helpful. Yeah, the thingy, the thingy thing for the chain. Yeah, 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 yeah. That thing. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, I, anyone I, in the I, chat have any idea what Miles is talking about? Don't. I feel yeah. like you're. I feel like you're hanging me out to dry right now, Miles. Okay, Brian. Why don't you understand anyway, the thingy thing bolt, with the chain? Kevin knew bolt cutters. Bolt cutters thingy thing. We call it different. You say bolt cutters over there. We say thingy thing. Um, <laughs> anyway, but I I shot it with a pistol, which wasted ammo, and of course wasn't gonna like make. But it's just in that moment, you're like, you just feel like real. Like in the movie, they shoot it and it opens it and. It's it's just one of those moments in VR where you're just you're so caught in the moment and you do those things um, and yeah, Love Resident it. Evil is full of that. Love it. Uh, can I talk quickly about Cities VR? You can just a second. Uh, yeah, sure. Because we've got like four tips to knock out. We got Dead Rabbit oh, yeah, Pajama, the PSVR two game cat with the five quid says, "Why do people complain about ten quid for an experience that lasts two hours, but will spend the same amount on a cinema ticket? Surely an experience mm. is better." I, I agree, man. I agree. Um, I, I don't think that. I think this was fairly priced. It's it's one of those things that you get to keep it, right? You get you get to keep it and play it as many times as you want and replay it uh, and share it with your friends. Uh, you go to yeah, you go to the movies and you spend fifteen bucks here in the states, same price as before your eyes. You watch your ninety minutes, two hour movie, uh, and and then that's it. You 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 are going to have to buy that movie again on Blu-ray or pay for a streaming service to watch it again. Like, yeah. I feel like I feel like it's a fair price, uh, especially for something that's well done. If it was just like some boring experience that didn't evoke any kind of emotional response, I would ha- I would be like, well, this is this is a waste of time and money. Yeah, I mean, we, I, I know there's been a lot of conversation about it. It's a game that is going to stay with you. You're going to remember how it made you feel. Yeah. Whereas there's a lot of great games that you love them in the moment, and you'll have you know have memories of playing them and like the cool functionality. But this is a game where it's like, no, I, I remember that moment. And, you know, yeah. that I think having those special moments is, is worth the money, absolutely. Agreed. All this malarkey with the Australian $3 said, made it to a live show. Love your work, chaps. Thank you so much. Welcome. Uh, see what happens when you make it to a live show? Will you say your name out loud? Yeah. Um, not sure. Brando with the $10 tip says, given all the recent insanity, I must say the discord mods have done a phenomenal job of keeping it from turning into a complete cluster fudgicle, fudgicle, <laughs> cluster fudgicle. Uh, yeah, dude, I, the mods do not get enough credit around here. Um, you know, recently Albert, uh, and Hibsy joined the team, uh, to, to keep everybody, uh, happy and, and you know, make, making sure that everything stays, uh, civil. And I gotta say, man, like, we have we have a really really cool community, uh, and if yeah, I mean I'll say I'll say it right now. If you if if you like talking about PSVR two like we do, uh, you got to come join the Discord, man. Click the link in the description below. Come join us over there. There are so many channels. There's so many channels on our yes. Discord, which is kind of ridiculous. It's a little over the top. However, um, there's so many channels there that every so often I'll stumble into one that I'm like never in. And there's just full fledged conversations going on. And I'm like, Whoa, these people like live in here. Like, I don't, I don't recognize some of these names. Like these are conversations that I'm thrilled to have walked in on. Like it's, there's, there's a lot of activity over there. Sometimes the general chat dies and then you just pop into another room. And it's like, Oh, this is where everybody's hanging out. It's crazy. 
Uh, dude, I'm, I'm trying to get caught up. An important one we got to talk about is Professor Lilith's tip, $5 tip, uh, kicking it off, saying, this week's Sunday multiplayer. Now, guys, let's talk about the Sunday multiplayer before I even finish reading this tip. Every Sunday, Professor Lilith gets everyone together, organizes over on Discord, and they play a, a multiplayer PSVR game. Uh, and that's awesome because it's great to see that these lobbies are so active, especially something like Gran Turismo that will be this week's game. But it's so much more fun racing with cool people and friends and game cats. So Professor Lilith writes, this week's Sunday multiplayer is Gran Turismo 7. Join us at 2 p.m. Eastern on March 12th. Also, can someone tell me where to buy that cute go-kart? Yes. So go if you don't have a go-kart yet, first of all, you need it. Because, I mean, anytime you meet up with friends, you should do some go-kart racing. It's so much fun. And it feels amazing if you've got a wheel and a racing rig. Um, and, and Miles will attest to this. Being so close to the ground is just a completely different experience, right? Yeah. The road, the road, the road looks just insane you're close to it you can see every groove in it and right. stuff like that it's so good um i, so, I was just thinking about this oh sorry yeah you go so go to brand central when, when you're when you're in the grand turismo uh, 7 world map go to brand central uh and then go to the, i think it's the asia pacific region and then that's it you can go to grand turismo uh as a as a brand manufacturer uh, and then that's where the go-karts are and they cost 10 10k with which is the super first one cheap. on the list is it yeah yeah, so super, super yeah. cheap. Everybody should own a go kart. Every time I get into multiplayer, I'm like, let's do some go kart racing. It's a lot of fun. Good stuff. And the reason I love it is with a lot of the modes where you can choose sort of the same cars, people tweak them. The thing about go karts is that you can't do them up. Like the go kart is the go kart, and they're fun races because it's a completely level playing field. Like everyone is driving the exact same car. Um, so it's it's it's, it's great for that. Um, I, I was just thinking on the the multiplayer. Um, this is probably an idea we could shout off air, but um, I was like, <laughs> Whatever. could we on could we on Discord because of the new Discord to PlayStation voice chat feature? Mm-hmm. Could we actually do like a, a multiplayer meetup with like five voice chats yep. so that when everyone meets up, so you don't have to keep adding each other to friends and that you can say, oh, group one goes into voice chat A yep. and then you can click that button to say switch to PlayStation because I assume it means yeah all those people even if they're not friends on PlayStation can then chat via that voice chat in the in the game right yep miles cool. already set up good to go we have um we have game specific voice channels ready to go for these Amazing. exact types of things like i said man the moderators are killing it they know what's up so we got some, we got some game specific voice channels uh, over on discord so so whenever when you guys want to jump in on sunday multiplayer we're gonna make it as easy as possible for you uh, i'll talk to the mods i'll make sure i talk to professor lilith and make sure that everybody uh, is on the same page scott thorpe with the 10 quid says just a note to say that you should all try the daily race a on gt7 sport mode before it changes on monday the honda 65 f1 car uh, around monza uh, an amazing experience in a car you cannot buy in the game yet Dude, sport mode is so cool. Like, I just yeah, it, it's it's what I've spent the least amount of time in, but it's so cool just being like, you know, I'm, I'm going to go practice this race. I'm going to go go qualify, and, and then and then as the timer counts down, you're like, oh my god, in ten minutes I'm going to be racing against actual people in an actual online ranked match. Like, it just the intensity is so much different than just hey, I'm going to jump in and play with some friends. Love sport mode. Um, Kitty Foley, the game cat with the five quid says, hey guys, I'm feeling so much better. Concussion. 
pretty much healed and got next week off. So I'm so VR2 is back on. Loving the reviews. Keep up the good work. Katie Foley, thank you so much. And I'm so happy that you are starting to feel better. Be careful. <laughs> That's all I say. Just be careful. Don't hurt yourself. Um, and then Andrew Bailey with the two quid says, two quid to delay the city's VR chat for 10 more seconds. Worth it. Love it. <laughs> I love the sense of humor of the chat. I love it so, so much. Right. Was that 10 seconds? It was. Miles, you've been playing some cities VR here. Yes, I have. Um, yeah, the, the main game I've been playing the past week is Cities VR. I think it's because I've had quite a stressful week with work. And so I get to the evening and I'm like, what do I want to do? Do I fancy shooting people's heads off in Pavlov? And I've done a bit of that. But mainly, Cities VR. Um, as many of you know, I had the pleasure of visiting Fast Travel Games in um, January. And, and this is, this is bullshit that you, you're wearing you're wearing your hoodie on the show. It's like, it's like hey, Brian, look what I got. That's it's that. That's what it feels like. Just saying. Where's where's my fast you, travel game? You, to, you, to, you told me to go. Yeah, it's my fault. All this it's is fault, my fault. It's your fault, Brian. Yeah, but yeah, fast travel games. Get Brian a hoodie because these are really nice hoodies, and get him one of those mugs that I stole. Um, but, sorry, borrowed. Is it? Was it? Was it Emma? Is that who it was? Yeah. 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 I think it's the brand. I think the brand's Emma. I don't think it's... Um, yeah, that's what we're yeah. going to go with. The brand is Emma. Good. Yep. I think it's the brand is Emma. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Cities VR. Um, it's a game that I enjoyed the 30 minutes I played when I visited them. Uh, and I thought, I, I can't wait to you know play it in my own time without devs being there, who I love chatting with. But it's different when you're at home and you're like, I'm going to go at my own pace. I don't feel pressured. For sure. Not looking looking like an idiot, like trying to get the controls right, which they were very helpful with just like exploring it on your own and i have to say the first couple of hours my feeling about cities vr was i'm really enjoying this but my feeling is when i complete this map or you know i'm, I'm done with this map i've built my city i'm probably never going to play it again you sort of go up the ramp of progression and then that's it i'm now about 12 hours in my city is huge and i've still got like three times the map to cover um and whenever i'm done with it i'm i'm ready to start again there's so many different maps you can build on you can also go straight into a mode where you have unlimited money and you have all the milestones unlocked and all the stuff i'm not sure i want to use that you know on my second playthrough but it's all the small things that make it magical so you ca it's building the roads and like you have all these massive freeways and you know you're connecting the road systems you get traffic so you then at crossroads you can decide do you want traffic lights or do you want a stop sign you can choose which cars have to stop at a stop sign um when you build bus stations you can actually create the bus routes all the different bus routes and residents are happy when the bus stops by their homes um you can create metros um underground or overground um there's just so much that you can do and um i've been really impressed with it i wish there was a bit more end game content but fast travel games have tweeted and saying they're currently reviewing it and looking at what they can do to keep adding to it because there is still a lot and you know they're clearly fans of the old sim city games and stuff like that like having airports and things um so wait, and i was a bit cool end game content Meaning, like, there's there's a way to like roll credits and be like, you've succeeded at building the city. Uh, well, 
there, there's there's like milestones until you can unlock all nine tiles okay. that you can then purchase. But there's like the, with milestones, you also unlock different buildings and stuff. And I can't remember how many milestones there are, but let's just say there are eight. I think you unlock all of the items by like number six. And then every additional one is just unlocking new plots of land that you can buy and you can buy up to nine tiles. And it, it, it can be any nine tiles. There's there's way more than nine that you can build on. You get to choose where you want to expand in the map. And for those that don't know, in the Meta Quest version, you only have one square that I think is like 2.5 kilometers by 2.5 um in this you can have nine tiles and again it's just mind-blowing how big it can be so yeah in terms of like you know additional things that you can get so like airports or um in sim city used to be able to buy like statues or those massive like big buildings um you know a city hall or um zoos or i don't know there's there's all sorts of stuff that they could add yeah um and that that makes me excited for it because um yeah i'm just loving it And, and so the final point i was going to make was when people were asking me when I went out there to try it out, what were your thoughts? I cautiously said, I love this. And actually, there's been a few PSVR 2 titles where I've really liked it. And I've I've not been shy about it, but I've been a bit cautious thinking maybe this is just a Miles thing. And it's why I always give context about the kind of games I like. But the more I've played this, if you have ever liked a sim builder, like a city builder, you're going to absolutely love this. I'm having the best time with it. And uh, even right now, kind of like a couple of weeks ago, I was always like, I can't wait to jump back into Demio. And I still feel like that way now. This week in particular, I haven't had the time to you know, do three-hour matches with my friends. It's just been nice to go on my own and just float above the city or walk among it. And the fact that you can click on any person in the street and it'll tell you their name, it'll tell you where they work, um, it'll tell you, you know, their education, all their stats, um, or you click on a car, it'll tell you where they're going to. So, like, if you ever see a traffic jam, you're like, what's all this traffic for? Just click on them, and they're, they're all going to, like, I don't know, like, where you've built the shops. And you're like, okay, so I need to build shops elsewhere just to spread it out a bit more, or I need to widen the roads. And um, it's just interesting that all the, like, building roads or building bus paths is actually, like, one of the most bits of fun I've ever had. But, yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's a, that's been the great thing about the PSVR 2 launch miles is that, games I, games for everyone i mean not just games for everyone games i thought i wasn't even interested in uh again i think tales from the galaxy's edge is a, is a great example i was like up oh, quest port i'm sure you know didn't hear great things whatever and then just absolutely floored i was like this is so much fun like so so games that i'm not even excited for i mean cities i gotta say like you know again not it was very low on my hype meter but i do know that as soon as i started i haven't even started that game I'm going to spend hours in it, man. I think I'm going to have the exact same experience that you've been having. So very, very excited for that. And I would just love multiplayer. So the either two ways that could work. One is just so if you and I were playing, we could visit each other's city and just walk around it. Like that'd be kind of cool. Would be cool. Um, And and see what each other, because the only way I can really show people is share screen, but I'd like to actually them to experience it in VR because yeah, flat screen, is not the same, especially when you're looking at the scale of these cities and you see these rows and rows of skyscrapers like in VR and that depth perception. But then the other way is what I think some sim games have done in the past, which is if you build a highway that goes to like the north side of the map, it will then connect with whoever's building there. So it's like a network of cities and it'd be cool to do that with, with your friends. Um, but yeah. 
I'm just looking at the chat here. Dan, Dan around my pajama, the PSVR 2 game cat with the five quid says 2 p.m. Eastern is 7 p.m. proper time. You can answer this probably, Miles, right? Uh, he said, I'm down for my first multiplayer meetup. Yeah, 7, right? 7 p.m. 7 p.m. UK time. And then that's 8 p.m. Central European time. Okay. We also got, uh, just make sure I didn't miss one. I feel like I'm always missing one. Um, Scott Chesco, PSN, Harry Fellow, PSVR Game Cap for Life with the five quid says, It was fun watching Miles build a city in VR while Liverpool was demolishing Manchester United. Seven zip. Oh, yeah. And it's my 45th day of birth on Sunday. The big day is approaching. The big four five. The big almost half century. Five Happy years shot. But... Yeah, right? Um,. And, then, and, I, and, I, and I missed it. I, I don't know who in the chat mentioned it, but uh, they said, hey, did anybody notice that uh, that the Light Brigade got a patch today? Indeed it did. Uh, tons of bug fixes and uh, apparently is jacked up to a native 90 FPS rather than 60 FPS. So if you're having any issues with the Light Brigade, seems like a good time to jump in. Uh, that's another one, man. Again, zero interest. Miles, zero interest in the Light Brigade. I was like, ah, whatever. It looks like it looks whatever. And then you play and you're like, this is fucking fantastic. I love this game so much. I I, I really want to play it. I, I just don't own it yet. So I need to get that sorted. Um, okay. Yeah, because I've, I've been really, really curious about it. Nice. Well, Miles, uh, it's, been a, uh, it's been a very short time since the launch of PSVR 2, just over two weeks. Uh, however, the month of February is already over. Uh, so there was a full yeah. week, and uh, that gave Sony some figures as to which games on psvr2 sold the best uh so that we're gonna, right out the gate yeah yeah so we're gonna head on over to the uh the playstation blog post uh, and scroll down a bit and see what it said i haven't had time to review this i know there's some surprises on here but uh but this will actually be my first time looking this over uh from top to bottom so let's scroll down ps5 games ps4 games PSVR 2 games. Yeah, talk to me. Yeah, and we should say off the get-go, it doesn't include Resident Evil Village or GT7 because they are flat-screen games with VR modes. And it it is interesting that... I I mean, I guess it's a first starting point before we get to the list, Brian, which is I understand why that's the case because it's difficult to measure. Right. But then at the same time, that's going to have an impact if you're trying to encourage people to make hybrid games. Because a part of the marketing is yep. getting on this list. Like, that is a big part of marketing. The fact that on the flat screen games, GTA Five is in the top three for PS5 titles makes a lot of people still think about what a great game GTA Five is. And, and so the fact that RE8 is not even there or GT7, there might be some people that are on the line and going, oh, maybe it wasn't that great after all then. Like, just <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm talking about casual people that right. are, like, you know, not tuning into these shows. Or, oh, casual you people. Know, they're so casual. <laughs> um, but then again, they might not be paying attention to these charts. So, yeah, it, yeah. It, really, it, it sucks that there's not a great workaround for that because honestly, uh, obviously Resident Evil 8 and Gran Turismo should be top on this list. Um, <clears throat> there's got to be stats, man. We know, that, we know full well that Capcom was able to track in real time how many people had played Resident Evil 7 in VR. Um, and so... Why there's got to be a way for Sony to track that with Gran Turismo. There's got to be a way for Capcom to track that with Village, and and then at least apply those numbers to to the sales chart, right? And say, well, these are the people. But but yeah, then you're like, well, how many people actually bought the people that are playing in VR who actually bought those games during this sales period? It's it's very tricky. Right. So I understand it, but it sucks. 
because Gran Turismo is number 11 in the US and Canada for flat screen, like the, which will include VR purchases, and Resident Evil Village is number 19. I don't know if Resident Evil Village was not on the chart. It'd be interesting to compare how they've bumped since um, the, the previous one. Something we can look in after this, but um, yeah, unless some game cats want to do it in the meantime. But uh, yeah, um, it's, it's an interesting thing to consider. Wait for these sirens. Uh, every time sirens go. I thought you were about to say, we're just waiting for these game cats to uh, look it up and get back to us. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll, we'll wait. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll... We're only 40 minutes over our designated time for this news uh, for this news story. Uh, we got plenty of time, apparently. Um, exactly. So, yeah, let's let's take a look at this, man. Uh, I'm very, very interested. Um, so over here in the U.S., uh, we'll, we'll, we, can, we can make some notes on the differences here. Uh, if we need to, comparing the two different regions. Usually there's not a huge difference, but it looks like there's definitely some differences here. Number 10, the Light Brigade in the U.S., uh, which, again, very deservingly uh, making the top of the list uh, or making it in the top 10 list. F- fantastic game. Um, and, and again, the, hearing the developers constantly respond to player feedback and making improvements constantly, uh, very, very reassuring. Uh it's a, it's a game ass game, man. It belongs on this list. But number nine is NFL Pro Era. It's dude. Everybody who's played this, I have not played it yet. Everyone who's played it said these are like Madden graphics. These graphics are amazing, right? It's like they look. They were like whatever. They were fine on PSVR one, but apparently on PSVR two they look fantastic, like stunning. So if you're a football fan, obviously I think you know what the the gist of this game is. So not a huge surprise that an official licensed mm. NFL game is on this list. Not a surprise that it didn't make the EU list. Right. right. Yeah, because over in the EU, people don't even know what hand egg is. So, yeah, that's right. fair enough. They'd be like, well, like, where's our fucking FIFA game? Right. True. They would take that. I'm sure they would take that. Dude, making both of these lists at number eight uh, and nine in the EU is Drums Rock. This is, okay, I feel bad, right? Because when we're doing our hype list, I was like, I have zero desire to play this game because it was, because uh, <laughs> it was, it looks like a drumming game that uses the old rock band guitar hero formula, right? And I'm like, we've I want to play it. We've played so many of these games. And then, again, everyone who's played it has been like, this is ridiculously fun. This is way more fun than it should be. Um, and so I, I'm really happy that fun games are making these, making the sales charts. And I'm also wondering, Miles, maybe you have a, maybe you can reflect on this a little bit. Drums Rock had a demo. And so it being one of these sort of uh, sleeper hits, do you think that has anything to do with the fact that people get a taste of it by playing the demo and said, oh, fuck it, I'll fucking buy this thing. This, this is way more fun than I thought it would be. Here's a demo. you got to figure people are playing demos at launch. True. I mean, Simfrider didn't have a demo, and it's not on there. It beat Simfriders. It's true. Um, although Simfriders will have had a lot of free upgrades. Um, but then... Is it? Oh, it says game upgrades are not included. I was about to at the bottom because I was I was wondering that because technically when you download a free upgrade, you get the email from PlayStation. Going, Thanks for the purchase. You know, whenever you get like free like DLC for stuff, you always get. I don't need you to tell me thanks for the purchase, but you do get a receipt. But yeah, they're not included here. Um, yeah, it's a pleasant surprise. I mean, it's a game that I definitely want to jump into at some point, And a few in the chat are saying that it's a good time. Um, so yeah. Uh, Denny Rama Pajama, another tip uh, with the five quid says, as Looper has rightfully pointed out, Spring Forward has already happened in the U.S. So it's 6 p.m. Uh, for the U.K. folks. 
I think this is. I think this is our. Wait, did we? It already happened. Oh no! Yeah, you're right. We've got um. Yeah, spring spring forward. Uh, the clocks are going to spring forward. Um, is it this weekend? But it's Sunday. Or is it Saturday night? Dude. Oh my goodness. This is this is the world we live in now. When daylight savings time happens, I wake up and go. Okay, it's ten o'clock in the morning. I'm I'm go- I'm going to work. I don't even I don't even think, man. I feel like I got an extra hour of sleep or or lost an hour of sleep. It it happens, and I don't even know until somebody mentions it three days later, and I was like, oh, I didn't, didn't realize. Yeah, they don't ch- they don't change until Sunday the twenty sixth uh, of March, and it's at one a.m. in the morning. All right, and it's already happened here, and I, and, and as far as I know, this uh, is, this is our very I- last daylight savings change i think we've made a decision here in the states to never change it right so interesting yeah uh thank you dan for that uh for that update um so does that bring us up to swordsman swordsman's number seven uh also number eight in uk swordsman vr i've dived into yeah and dude it's so good with all the upgrades like playing it just the, the 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 haptics um, really? It feels so good. Now, it, yeah, visually, was... though, does it look any different? I, f- I keep hearing people say, "Oh, it looks the same," which is shocking. Um, clear, like clearer because of the headset. But yeah, I, I'd say visually, I don't really notice a huge difference. It's one of those games that I'm like, "This is how I felt it looked on PSVR," and I'm sure if I went back, um, but there is more clarity. But just like the feeling with the haptics, um, I, it's a game that I really can't wait to actually play a bit more of. Um, I've always had a bit of a soft spot for Swordsman, whilst also being critical in some ways. You know, I want them to do a full-fledged game with these mechanics that they've mastered. Um, you know, uh, and when I say a full-fledged game, I mean like an actual co-op yeah. campaign or something like Golden Axe that I keep banging on about. Um, but uh, yeah, the because um, it's kind of like the thing with Drums Rock. The reason Beat Saber, I'll say this very quickly because I said it before, Beat Saber, you're slicing through blocks, so the haptics work you you follow through with with the swipe when you're hitting a drum you're used to feeling feedback like you're striking something yep. same with boxing games when you throw a punch you're actually probably overstretching your arm because you're not actually impacting anything that's stopping you from overreaching as you throw a punch and uh, swordsman you know when you're hitting a sword you're not it's not being stopped when you hit the sword but they've managed to with the haptics and and the great design they've done from the PSVR you do have a sense of impact and of what you can and can't get away with when you're um you're you're um parrying. So um yeah. Ted Rex in the chat says Swordsman was great, but when I played I couldn't transfer my save, which would be a problem. Did yes. You, you, you can't transfer your uh, save? I, I I found that to be the case with all VR games, unless anyone can correct me. Like all upgrades, Tetris asked you me. Have... Tetris like, Do you want to transfer your save? And I said yes, but then I did the journey mode and it started me from the beginning. So I don't know if yes, like well, all the other XP stuff I have is still there. Well, I was about to say, so I didn't remember seeing that option, but I remember journey mode I had to start from the beginning, which I'm totally okay with. Yeah. But, um, yeah, um, you know, trophies don't come over and stuff like that. It's, it seems to be a complete restart. Uh, awesome Tatum in the chat says, just bring on some Hellsplit Arena, then you'll see some good melee combat. The difference between Hellsplit and, uh, and Swordsman is is insane. Um, the arenas are so much bigger. There's so much more... You know, so, so much more stuff to use in the arena. Uh, and so... Oh, Looper clarifies no man's sky allows save transfer b tribbles is thumper transferred my save yeah transferred mine too um cool uh so yeah depends on which game you're playing uh josh cat with a two dollar tip says first top 10 psvr2 list and it already sucks 
<laughs> uh, so what's the next one on the list? We got, dude, Moss Book 2. Moss Book 2 is on both lists, right? It's a, so it's number four, uh, five in the EU and number six here in the States. Um, I, I think I've this not game gone is, into Moss yet. Do, do you see that Moss Book 1 is not on this list? This tells you right here that nobody was buying Moss Book 2 because it was too damn expensive and it was too late on PSVR 1. Everybody was right. wait. Everybody was waiting to hear what Polyarch's plan was for the update to, to transfer your to uh, to upgrade your game, PSVR one game to the PSVR two version, and there, and, there, and there were a lot of smart people out there who didn't buy it for forty dollars on PSVR one and then got a great deal on the PSVR two version. That's what this list tells me right here. Yeah, it's a great point. Which makes me wonder, like, when is Wanderer coming out? Because I think that'll be pretty mm-hmm. high on the sales chart when it does. Oh, dude, that's gonna be so good. Yeah. Uh, Pistol Whip's number five. Uh, oh, so much fun. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I've talked about it on previous shows, so I won't repeat myself, but Same. it's a really good time with the haptics and it. Yep. Looks great. Feels great. Number four, Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, number four in EU as well. Uh, dude, 50 bucks feels expensive, but again, that game is way better than I thought it would be. Very, very happy to see it high up on the list. I like when you get to this part that it's it's lined up us and eu because it's like the ones that sell most of those that have global appeal and also i can imagine the margins between each of them is a lot bigger uh than lower down on the list um so there's a a lot more swapping around whereas here you're getting into huge volumes of of sales and uh yeah star wars um it's a popular ip um yeah i can imagine a lot of people are oh star wars in vr hell yeah Especially if it's their first um, VR headset. And dude, it, like like Vader Immortal was fun. I really enjoyed Vader Immortal for what it was, and of course the uh, the lightsaber dojos were great. Um, but this is such a game, right? This definitely t- gives people more of a feeling of what oh, this is what VR is all about, right? So what a, what a for all the Star Wars fans out there that are just getting a VR headset for the first time and playing it on PSVR two, what a, what a great first experience. A, it looks beautiful. B, uh, all the blasters feel amazing, and there's just I mean, there's just so much game here that is like oh this is this is what vr is all about this is cool right this is invader immortal could very well be like it was was a nice story but it was short and it was more of an experience but you know um so very happy to see that this this is doing well um number three on both lists horizon call of the mountain which this is this is when it gets interesting this is when it gets baffling right yeah there there were only two ways to buy the psvr2 headset and one of those came with Horizon, and you know fucking full well that they're counting every single bundle uh, that yeah. came with Horizon code as one of these. This is—it's shocking that it's not number one. Oh no, it, it, it says games bundled with hardware not included. Does it say that? Yeah, at the bottom. So it says PS Store purchase only next to where I said game upgrades. Yeah, or game bundles with hardware not included. Oh, so that's, so that's interesting. That's fascinating. Then that means that this game sold really well, right? Because. Because yes. if they're not counting, that's, it's got to be over half of the PSVR 2 headsets that were sold oh, were well, sold with Horizon, the and they're not counting that. The majority of people that own this game would have got it with the bundle, because they would have been like, they would have known right. before it came out, what's the game out? Because when people buy the hardware, they're going to be looking at, what do I want to play first? And they would have seen Call of the Mountain go, yeah, that's one that I'm definitely going to play. Like, this is the one that it's been sold with, so, yeah. So who, who the hell decided against the bundle... And then bought it in the first <laughs> week after the headset showed up. Like that's, I mean, 
I mean, to be honest, I would I would have been I would have been one of those people because I didn't get it in the bundle, and like literally a day later, I was like, I should have got it, but I don't want to risk cancelling my pre order and getting the, the the you know I would have paid the fuller price. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm one of them people. Awesome game. I'm though. sure there were many others. Awesome game. Yeah. Though. Don't listen to anybody who's calling it a tech demo. This game is fucking so much fun and yeah, uh, whew, good stuff. And, and I'm terrified of heights. If you're terrified of heights too, then you are going to get some queasy feelings from this in the best possible way. Number two on both lists is Pavlov. Rightfully so. Dude, any I why why haven't <laughs> why hasn't every VR developer out there gotten the memo that like first person shooters sell fucking crazy well? Like I'm so, I'm shocked that every developer out there isn't just making a first person shooter. Not that I want that, but like, dude. When Sin Studio made the terrible Warzone on PSVR 1 and stripped out the multiplayer, that game sold gangbusters. That's the only reason we have Swordsman, is because Warzone sold crazy good, and it was trash, right? And so, so, I mean, every studio out there, why the fuck aren't you making a first-person shooter? Yeah, um, yeah, no, Pavlov, and, and it actually does make me think that it's it's made me think two things from either end of the game and this isn't a slight on anyone because well i'll start with alvo Mm -hmm. alvo is a game i really enjoyed i was looking forward to seeing it come to psvr2 and obviously small dev teams are really up against it i heard pavlov started as one person then they just had this community collaboration that built they obviously been building it elsewhere and bringing it across this and a few people i've been playing with um have, have been saying the same of like it's it's looking like time's running out for Alvo in terms of like you wanted to get into this launch window like Pavlov is dominating. I think of like the zombie mode I enjoyed in Alvo, but the zombie mode feels different in um, in Pavlov. Um, I, I think that it's the zombie mode is much more realized in um, in uh, in Alvo, but on Pavlov you have so many game modes and like TTT, um, the hide infected. Um, which isn't the co-op zombie mode all really really great and um yeah pavlov is is a a game that i spend so much so much time in and uh i'm just loving it uh oh sorry and and then the other sorry the other game at the other side is firewall ultra Mm -hmm. and obviously that was is it going to come out at launch um i read uh, i think i might have mentioned it on last friday show i read recently an interview of them because they're using unreal 5 and a lot of the conversation was around how they know that there are tracking issues when you have two separate controllers, even with inside-out tracking. Right. And sometimes in Pavlov, I still have tracking issues, like the gun is a bit shaky, especially when you're using a, a sniper and especially when you can't close one eye. Um, and, you know, there are those issues and they seem to be really focused, like um, First Contact Entertainment are really taking their time because they're saying there's a lot of AI like aids and tricks with the eye tracking that they can do so that when you're in it, it's going to feel as immersive as possible. And so the fact they're taking their time with releasing it makes me feel that they know. And, you know, they're looking at what Pavlov's doing. They're realizing, like, Pavlov has got that combat, arcade market sort of done, you know, fast, quick team deathmatch modes. We are the strategic... um you know, the, the, the strategic round um, sort of combat game, and they're going to nail it as well. So the fact they're taking their time with it, I think, is really exciting as well. Yeah, I've been talking to Hess Barber quite a bit over there at First uh, Contact Entertainment, and, uh, man, all i got to say is be fucking excited, right? Like, 
this is so much more than like, oh, this is the this is the PSVR two upgrade of Firewall Zero Hour, dude. You're all looking for some surprises, man. Some big surprises. Can't wait. Uh, snacks, mm, please. The Game Cat with the two dollar tip says having to work late sucks like ten times now with PSVR two. Yeah, man. Yeah, I will say it's uh, it's just I'm just happy to be excited to get in VR again. It's so nice to be able to get to to, be, to wake up and be like, oh, because like, it plays PSVR one. It was like so many times I wake up and go, oh, I gotta I gotta play this game. It's just like nothing exciting, right? For for such a long period of time now with PSVR two, it's like, man, I'm so excited to get back to this game and that game and this game. And it's like, which one do I even review next? I'm so excited again. Uh, so yeah, having to work late would be terrible. Uh, although I guess it looks like I'm working late tonight because. Because <laughs> we are dragging our feet on this show big time. Um, Bogey Cat. And let me just drag it on a little bit more, Brian, because Karina in the chat just said, Pistol Whip is the bomb. Yep. And she says, bought it two days ago. Just gone platinum. Body is broken and I still can't stop. Wow. I haven't even platinumed it. Like, I struggled with the one where you've got to get, like, a perfect score in it. Um, but maybe it's easy. I'm not saying it's easy, but, like, obviously it's it's all optimized a lot more for this so maybe it's a bit easier to do it to the beat um but um to get platinum is fucking amazing uh yeah i was going for the platinum when that first when that game first came out and uh and there was one trophy that i struggled with i kept getting real real close it might have been the might have been the flawless one whatever it was yeah i think um, yeah and uh but i'm i was really really close i thought uh bogey cat productions has an interesting insight as to uh, as to the Horizon sales, because I think a lot of people didn't buy the Horizon bundle because they were planning on getting the physical copy of Horizon Call of the Mountain, hoping that it might be released the same day as PSVR 2. Dude, first party, AAA, $50 game, $60 game. Right. Is this the first time something like that's happened, that, that Sony has not released a physical version of a game of that caliber, of that price? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. For all the physical collectors out there, I am with you. It seems like it's going to happen. Like Play Asia has had a listing for it for a long time, and so I would say it's going to happen at some point. And I want that shit up on my bookshelf. But I mean, I'm I'm going to wait <laughs> until I can get it for like twenty bucks or something. Uh, uh, Miles, that brings us to number one on the list: Kayak VR Mirage. And dude, fucking hats off to everyone over there at Better Than Life. All three of them. Hats yep. off to all three of them. I mean, what, like, what an accomplishment, man. Like, what an accomplishment. Guys, just check it. Follow them on Twitter if you're not already because they have just been, you know, blown away by it. And it's just an absolute joy to see them just completely overwhelmed with, um, I mean, I was shocked to see it at the top. I thought it would do well, but to see it all the way above Horizon, even if the, the bundle's not included, the point is that three guys have managed to create a title that really sets the bar of what VRAF is, what realism is. Um, and I'll mention it again when I interviewed um, Leon from from uh, Better Than Life yeah. uh, Immersive Studios. Someone in the chat had said that they had actually gone kayaking in one of the locations in the game. And when they played the game, it took them back there. And they were like, that is like the biggest compliment. And then the follow-up, the question I then asked them was, well, did you actually go out to these places to do research? They're like, we'd love to say we did. We just did like scouring online and, you know, they did research it. But the fact that we live in a world today where you can research online, you can build a game digitally and then create a VR component where people are in it who've actually done that in real life. And they can say, you've literally transported me there. 
Yeah. That is just amazing. <laughs> yep, and there's and there, dude. This this game definitely got a reputation before launch of being like like beautiful, but super shallow. And if you're only interested in, I mean, just checking out the locations, I guess, or or, or maybe just racing. I don't know. Like, I guess it could be, but I, I've spent hours with this game now. And I have not done everything there is to do. I've not seen everything there is to see. Every location has multiple tracks. So there's different places to race in each location. Um, there's there's all sorts of different stuff to do in the free room, right? So it's not just – I'm not a big fan of free room normally. Like just like, oh, just go off and explore. But but there's stuff to do here, right, and trophies to get. And so it's all sorts of little hidden Easter eggs. And so this is I, – I, I think even though this is number one on the sales charts – I still think that it has a reputation of being something that it's not. And I, and I, and, and I love this game. I can't wait to spend more time with it to review it. Very, very cool. And it's, it, dude, it's fucking photorealistic, man. Like, this is what the game looks like. Crazy. I think it comes second to GT7, just because GT7 with the steering wheel was very special. I think yeah. if I was playing it in an actual kayak, which, have you seen that photo floating around of someone who's literally got a kayak in his living room, because he obviously <laughs> yeah. is a kayaker, yep. with the PSVR 2 headset on? <laughs> it's, like, amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, if I'd done that, maybe, with the controllers, like, on each end of the paddles, then, yeah, maybe I would have had a... It would have beaten GT7. Um, but um, it was going in a swimming pool as my first experience it was just absolutely um uh mind-blowing so um yeah yeah (sighs) miles an hour into the show it's time to get to the topic of the show um in big letters across the thumbnail uh, it does say something about how demio is awesome and i am very very excited to talk about demio man because demio it is uh So listen, listen, man. Like I, I got to change the trailer here and stuff. So, so set this up. Tell me, tell me about your experience with tabletop RPGs. Like, what are you a D and D fan? Is that something you did with your friends growing up? Like, where were you at with this whole concept? So growing up, I liked board games. I never played D and D. I played it once with my brother, who's really into it. He, you know, gets all the the dice dungeons and you know all the cool like figurines and and stuff like that, and paints them. Um, but then Table of Tales, I loved on PSVR. I remember you suggesting me to try it out, and I absolutely loved it. And I thought, oh, it'd just be nice if there was some kind of co-op component to it. Um, so, yeah, like, I've always been into sort of real-time strategy and then, like, turn-based strategy games growing up. So anything from, like, Command & Conquer for the real-time uh, and then turn-based, like, Risk, sort of the online versions and things like that. Um, so that's kind of it when it comes to my interest. Um, but... I kind of knew when I saw Demon Advertised it was a game that I was going to enjoy playing, but it was kind of a sent, sort of more of a, a general feeling of, I'm going to enjoy this. I couldn't explain why other than I like Table of Tales and it'll be nice playing with friends yeah. and other people were telling me like how good it is from when they played it. But then when I went into it, I was like, couldn't stop thinking about going back into the game again. And the only reason I haven't played it this past week is because I've been very stressed out. And um, uh, Demio is a great game to play with friends. You can play it on your own, but you have to be in the mood for it. It's a very tactical game. It's a very difficult game. Like, um, as long as you're paying attention, uh, you're going to have a good time and you're going to manage. But it's a game that if you start getting sloppy, for example, basically every turn, for those that haven't played it, you get two action points unless you've used some ability. 
and an action point can be using a certain move or ability uh, or it could be actually moving your character and so schoolboy error would be moving your character next to an enemy and then attacking them because that's used two action points whereas what you can do is move your character to attack the enemy and choose what tile you attack them from around it Mm -hmm. which then means let's say there's a bit of gold on the floor that you want to pick up and it's next to an enemy you can actually pick up your character go to attack the enemy but do it from where the gold is so you're picking up the gold and so you might go well that's just a small thing but if you're not doing that every turn you're like (laughs) only doing half the attacks that you could be doing and in some of the dungeons you get absolutely like overrun especially in the one about the rat king yeah and it comes quite difficult yeah, definitely make sure that on your first playthrough, you're not playing the Rat King uh, map. Like, do, off the top of your head, do you remember which the easiest map is? I think the top. I think book one, the top left. But at the bottom of each of the books, it does have a star rating. Well, it was quite small. But, right? um, yeah, yeah, it's got up to three star ratings and that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, 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 the last thing I was going to say about it was that you know this week was it. This it takes about three hours. There are three like levels that you play, two main ones, and then you play the boss. Yeah. Um, and you can save it um, after each one, but you have to complete the dungeon. And you just got to have the, you, you just want the time. You don't want to be getting to it and then having to rush it at the end. You just, you want to chat, you want to chill with your friends, you want to talk about strategies. You know, you don't want to have to just rush through it. You're like, actually, should we do this? Or maybe we should go this way. And that's just the magic of it. And even though there's only, I say only six dungeons, they're completely replayable because they're procedurally generated. And, you can play with so many different characters like it's yeah. just wonderful yeah I, mean, I, I i feel like i feel like this story keeps coming up over and over and over again um with gran turismo 7 here's like an intimidating genre an intimidating game right and my whole life I, i've had friends who played D and i was always like no nah, i'm good you know now nah, i'm good because it just seemed intimidating there's so much to learn and whatever i didn't want to get in there and just be like oh total noob guy but now i'm wishing i had right demio's just like gran turismo you want to go in with some training wheels and like and take your time and like learn you go on the easiest map you pick some characters with some good range right so to keep uh to keep the monsters at bay so you know you know you're not dealing with too many melee attacks um there there are ways to kind of dip your toes in and, and take your time getting used to everything. And man, it, it is, and, and, and especially, I will say this, if you really are unsure of yourself and you don't want to just get your ass handed to you the first time you play, go in with some people who've played before, right? Dude, nothing was better than going in from, uh, going into this game with uh, Tiff, uh, Tiffany Tolman from Skydance, uh, going in with, um, with, with, with awesome Tatum, with, uh, uh, Daniel Dunham, right? I mean, just and, oh, and then AJ, dude. Like AJ, AJ spent a lot of time with this game, especially once it came to PSVR too. And 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 letting those people kind of like take the lead and show you around and say, oh, this is here. Here's a good strategy. Here's what you should do with this character. You know, make focus on this and and just like kind of like and their relationships with each other, like different character combinations. Yeah. And so, so being able to like put, you know put your ego aside for a little bit and and just be like yeah let let somebody just sort of instruct you for an entire floor like not even an entire game right by the end of the first floor you are going to understand your character pretty much completely whatever character you chose and so again this is it seems daunting because of the style of game that it is but really I think anybody who gets in there and really gives it some time is going to just fucking fall in love with it, 
right? And I had no experience other than Table of Tales. Right. You know, like what D&D kind of stuff was all about. And uh, and this is, this is, I would say, from a storytelling standpoint, obviously Table of Tales was way better. It was just a completely different beast, right? It was a, it was a single player uh, game where you controlled all the action uh, and his story was being told to you with a dungeon master. This is a lot different. This is, you can play it single player, but the multiplayer is really where it's at. Dude, hanging out with friends in Demio is equivalent to hanging out with friends and walkabout mini golf because right. it's something to do while you shoot the shit and hang out and have fun. Right. That's so true. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And and I know this won't be for everyone, but like when I started playing, if you play Skirmish, that is single player where you control the characters. But I just went into a book by myself, public. And what's great is it's not if people don't join at the start, they can't join at, two, at all. I started playing with just like one character and you, not realizing that you're supposed to have four. And uh, I was sort of going around this dungeon and then suddenly I just hear a voice. And there's a hero at the main door who's just come in. And it's like, oh, great, you can come help. And, like, as people leave, new heroes can come in. And I was just chatting with people that either they were on Quest uh, and had played it for a while. Yeah. And, you know, just it's got a really it's got a really great community. I haven't noticed any toxicity. The only issue I ever had is sometimes you get some real youngsters in there that are doing all those, like, they're not really interested in the strategy as a team. They're running off doing their own thing, getting killed, which gets you killed. Which and is especially that's, when that's you're... me though. So like, you know, it might be youngsters, but it's also the way Brian plays. Like Brian, maybe Brian's like, uh, you know, like you, right. you guys strategize. Sure. I'm, I'm going to go with this way. <laughs> I'm going to see what's right. Here. Okay. But when you when you're like in the second dungeon and it happens and yep. you're at the end and someone joins and then messes it up, you, you you just need to like be mindful of things to prevent like Brian turning up, you know, at the second hour and Leroy Jenkins <laughs> into into the main boss yeah. and stuff like that. But like like it's all it's all really really great. And and actually one of the main features about it is you can either look at it from above and actually the setting that we did find you can rotate the table yep. so that you don't have to have a sore neck which i got a lot you can have it right in front of you but you can zoom right in so you see all these massive hands and you're looking up from inside the dungeon and you're seeing all the rest of your friends who are still like out there zoomed out like picking stuff up and i like that when you pick up the figurines and you look underneath them it says like demio made in sweden <laughs> like they look like really cool little pieces yeah. and yeah, it's um, it's just magical. It's an absolute joy, and uh, and, dude, yeah. and being turn based. Um, I mean, not not that it needs to be said, but it is turn based, which means you don't have to rush to take your turn. You don't have yeah. to. You, you don't. You, there's no stress. You can you can sit there and go, what is the best thing for me to do right now, right? Which alleviates so much of the stress. Um, a few people in chat uh, have some questions and comments. Brucey no sheds game cat rare says how many players in multiplayer? Four, but. Four. You can also play you can two and two. You can do two and two. You can play by yourself. Uh, I think um, I want to say Wes. Wes invited me to play the other night, and he said he said that three people played, and I don't know if that means three. One person took control of two people. No, that will be three individual characters. So, so the, in the main game, you can either do each player has two each, which means you can only play two of you, or it's one player one character mm -hmm. in which case you can play one player two player three player or four player um yeah um also someone was asking a lot of people asking about if it's cross play yeah 
I'll explain it in the best possible way. Um, my friend Johnny, he had a mate that had moved in. Uh, he Johnny had PSVR 2, so he joined. His friend had a Quest, so he joined. And then uh, Johnny's wife got it on laptop, the flat screen version. And so we played, four, I think we played four player um, on, on all these, on flat screen, VR screen. And it was just amazing. Like just having yeah. that chance to play with people Dude, um, be, in all the different ways. Just saying uh, the room code is 6735. And then everybody going into their game, like 6735, voice chat works. They get everybody, boom, pops in around the table. Good to go. So much yep. fun, man. And stupid little things, man, always get me. When I was playing with Nick Mulo, one of our mods, he just refused to roll the dice and let it land on the table. He would just pick it up and toss it. Like, just fucking, yes. like, thump. And it was like, I don't know, man. Like, it never get old. I would laugh every time he rolled. Uh, it was just, uh, I don't know, man. It's it's silly little things. Makes me so happy. Awesome Tatum in the chat says, if you're nervous about multiplayer, just try it out single player to learn how to play and then jump into multiplayer once you get the basics down. It's true. I'm, I'm actually going to jump into some single player to learn some of the other characters and to get some footage for uh, my review. Uh, but then, of course, I'm going to play some more multiplayer, too, because it's addictive. Uh, Dan Pajamas says, uh, fours can take an hour plus. Yeah, that's a good thing to keep yeah. in mind. This is a, this is not a short game. Uh, when it first launched on Quest, that <laughs> you couldn't save... There's no save option. And so you, you, if you, if people decide to give it up three hours in, you just lost all your progress, which is craziness. Um, but at least you can save between floors. And when you save and when you get in between floors, you can sell some of the cards you have. You can, uh, you can buy new cards to prepare for the next round. And then after you're all done, like you level up, like you use the XP uh, that you've accrued throughout the course of your games to level up and unlock skin. So you can have a cooler dice, cooler little, uh, little avatar that's hovering over the table. So it, it feels, it feels like you're always making progress in one way or another. Yeah, absolutely. And it's great that when you save the game with your friends, you can then pick it up with them at a later time, because when you're looking at your save data, it will say who you played the game with. Yeah. But I, I do think it stays with just the host, but then at least you can say, Oh, this was the game that we were playing together and you can, you can pick up from where you left off. Sorry. And it, my and it pick, Sorry. And it, and it, that's right. And it picks up just before, for just as you enter the store and what i mean by that is we once got to the end and we thought oh let's right. sell our stuff buy all the stuff in the store now let's save it and when we came back it started before we'd done all that stuff so don't waste your time on buying and selling stuff in the store if you're going to save it and come back wait till you come back and then and then do it yeah agreed this is <clears throat> this is one of those games uh I, I remember seeing the price for it. Uh, it felt very much like Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, where I was like, oh, man, we're, we're getting a PSVR 2 tax, right? Because they went in and they made it, like, you know, higher resolution and better animations and adapted triggers and this and that and blah, blah, blah. First of all, this game looks stunning, right? Super high-res, crisp, clear, the whole thing. The, ha the haptics in the, uh, in the sense controllers, even when you're just rolling over your deck of cards. I mean, dude, everything about this feels great. And so, and they are charging more, I believe, on PSVR two than they are on Quest. But this, dude, when it comes to money and the number of hours you're going to get out of a game, if you're the type of gamer that equates those two things together, this is going to be some of the best dollars you ever spend during this PSVR two generation because you're going to spend hundreds of hours. If you like the game, that is, you're going to spend hundreds of hours playing multiplayer games, just endlessly replayable, ridiculously fun, and. uh can't wait to see what uh, Resolution Games adds next. Well, that's it. I, I I told the devs, I was like, if you brought in... Because you have a battle pass, you get XP and unlock cosmetics. <laughs> yeah. I was like, if 
I said, honestly, you bring in a paid tier, I'll pay for it. <laughs> like the idea of getting new new cosmetics for your characters, like it's one of those games I would love to because it's the role playing. It's the same with Fortnite and why it's you're creating a character that sort of represents you. So it's like if you're spending all these hours in this world, you want to have as much of your personality expressed in the characters you can. In yeah, so it's the gloves that you wear, the dice that you roll. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they, they, when they introduced the the latest chapter, they said this is this is the last chapter in this book. Uh, so it was very 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 curious to see what the next mm. book will be. Um, I feel like they're they've got. I, I I just feel like personally that they've got something special coming. Like that, it's gonna it's gonna the the next map will have a completely new feel to it. But we'll see, we'll see. Uh, Miles, Resolution Games sent you something, didn't they? They. They did indeed, Brian. Um, I'm so jealous of this man. Like I, I, I always before you even show people what it is, I'm always like, like a, a studio will send me something like after I review their game and be like, oh, okay, thank you for reviewing our game. Here's a box with like a key and a t-shirt in a in, in a you know like a koozie or something, right? Like your typical stuff. And I'm always like, oh, okay, you know, this stuff is piling up around here. But when you showed me what the Resolution Game sent you. I was like, suddenly I want shit from a studio. Again. Right. This looks amazing. Please show everybody what it is. Before I do, just on that point, there are a lot of the biggest influences that every game they get, like the limited edition, like helmets of Dead Space <laughs> and that. And I, this is all great, yeah. but where do they store it? Like, it's just like, I, you know, it's all great, but it's just like, you, you want it for the games that mean something to you. And um, yeah, what Resolution Games have done here, and I would say if they're watching this, get brian one he would he, he would he would love one he deserves one um and with that said this is what they they sent this is was, crazy i mean the box itself am i holding it the right way it yeah. looks mirrored on mine but yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. <it's> terrible. <laughs> that'd be horrible yeah um i mean i just love the texture of it and it reminds me of end dreams with fract mm -hmm. um it wasn't just a t-shirt that they sent which we love very much. I got into there, but um, my God, you're you know, decked out in you're decked out know, in like know, developer realized, wear. I know that's just because I've got so much like cool stuff on it, and it's already comfy. Like it's it's great if it's good quality, and that's the thing. If merch for merch sake is not good, it's got to be stuff that's going to make you feel something, you know. So anyway, let's open this box now. I'm going to do it in a way that you can hear me. Um, for those that tuned into my show on Wednesday, would have already seen this stuff you'd have got a sneak peek but it's worth looking again so this came off the back of a few tweets i did where i said i can't stop thinking about um jumping back into this game so um they, they sent me a little message uh just saying thanks Aww. for say, saying all the nice stuff so that that was that was that was a, you know really great very nice um right so in terms of what to go through first i mean look <laughs> this made me laugh because they give you the books oh my God. of each. And what I love is these books have more pages and info than the books in-game. So, like, um, let's take the Rat King one. This doesn't actually have the stars on it, though, so you can't see. But it's got, um, yeah, the Rat King there with the artwork Dude, on it. that's so cool. Like, what's in, what's in the book? Is it, like, the, is it the story? Well, this is what's really great, is it it, it gives you, like, the story in an introduction. Oh, it's, it's got great illustrated. artwork. Oh, that's such good artwork. But... It tells you about the Rat King and what his abilities are, so you can actually learn about what you're going to be up against. Um, 
and then like what the enemies are that come with it. So I remember these, if you attack them and they make a mess everywhere and hurt you, um, horrible. We, we had um, a, a team where no, we had no long range and we just struggled. You needed an archer shooting them from yeah, long. Yeah. And then they talk about what cards come with. Um, crazy. That. crazy, crazy, crazy. So it comes with, yeah, I'll just go through them quickly. So we got this one. Wow, this one. Oh, no, it's, is it two? no, this is <laughs> this is the this is the first book. So this one's actually got loads of pages in it because I guess it was the first book. So it tells you the intro story and then like all the characters. Um, Bro, I just gotta I'm say guessing... the focus on your camera is on point, dude. Like this, this is crazy. It's focus. It's going in and out of focus perfectly. I love this thing. And Brian's got it now. So if Brian holds up stuff, we, we've got, we took, you're gonna hold. What are you gonna hold up now? You got got something. Pick something up from the background. Here Here's my coffee. <laughs> there we go it worked <laughs> awesome no it is really cool but the problem is and you will learn this in a minute is with the smaller things that i hold up it keeps focusing on my face so i'll have to use this to cover my face <laughs> so it focuses on that um but nice. yes yeah, sorry to keep so we got the rat king uh we got um reign of madness it's just the artwork and the world like it, it you can tell when it I mean, all games are made with love, but there's just sometimes you get a yep. real sense of it, of like the joy these devs must have had with right. with this. It's like a love letter to tabletop games and, you know, just amazing. And then they also, um, yeah, that, that note was on um, just a nice little piece there. Anyway, moving on now, um, there's just three more things, um, different things. This one is, and by the way, actually, maybe if I hold up the box inside, it actually says on it, Hopefully it doesn't. Oh out. my god! Like, what the, this is my first time seeing thing. it. This looks beautiful. So, like, they actually say in it, like, what all the different items are in it. Um, and so in here we've got the selected ability cards art. So the abilities that your characters get. I mean, look, I don't know. It's just wow. All all the abilities, like. I guess when you're playing, well, no, in, in VR, you're not going <laughs> to be able to see them. Uh, but like, um, yeah, it's like all the different abilities of the characters. It's just, it's really neat. Just neat. Um, a nice little thing to, are they actually stickers? Dude, this is, this is why, this is why Resolution Games needs to uh, make a physical version of this game because they need to include right. some cool stuff inside the, uh, inside the, the, the box, right? Well, Brian. Not all of this stuff, but some of this stuff. No. I, I agree completely. I mean, so now um, we go to the cool bit, which I am never... This is when I cover my face now when I show these things. So we got this one here. <laughs> we got little figurines. The miniatures. Here. Oh, my God. Yeah, see, it's like trying to blow my it face off. Trying. It is trying. Uh, uh, there you go. <laughs> That's the thing with the auto thing. Nice. Now the thing is, I'm never going to paint these because if I paint these, I'm going to ruin them. Right. <laughs> like, um, I'm terrible at painting. Um, this is the big one of the big boss guys that some of you'll be familiar with, who's always terrible, and nice. he just comes out the darkness, and you're like, "Oh shit, we got to run!" This is crazy. Um, this is. Crazy. I won't show them all, but they got a few of these here. But it's just like wow, really, really cool. So there's there's five of them in there, and then the final thing. And this is going to, I want to preface this and say, look, this is not me being ungrateful because it's like, wow, you got all this free stuff. Like, I'm incredibly grateful. I think this is absolutely amazing. But because it's so amazing, there's something here that I have a little criticism of, and it's this. So they've given me a Demio dice bag, Mm -hmm. which is amazing. And in it, it comes with 
dice for D and D, all the different like um Sure. <laughs> there you go. Nice. Um very nice. But my criticism is I wish they'd given they had an actual dice of the dice in the game, like with their artwork on it. Yeah. Now obviously that would have been a lot more expensive to do, and I'm not here saying, Oh, this whole thing's ruined. <laughs> my my point is I love what they've done with the game so much. Yeah. You know, that's why I'm like, it would have been cool to have that. But like, just such a thoughtful, thoughtful uh, box and that. And and yeah, um, if you're if you're watching uh, Resolution Games, really grateful. Get get one get one for Brian um, because I know he'd be very very happy to uh, receive this. And um, yeah, just um, you know, we we always have to say like getting free stuff butters you up and that. What I liked about this is the note, like this came off the back of, yeah. there was a lot of engagement with my tweets where I was just saying, I can't stop thinking about it. What does everyone else think? And they just said that the devs were really, their hearts were warmed about it. And so what I would just say to people is like, devs do take notice. And it was nice to receive this as a response, as opposed to a pre-launch thing. Like yeah. they'd given us the, the codes and that, which was amazing in itself. Um, but like, just what a wonderful wonderful um box to have and like obviously i'm going to put some figurines in the background and stuff like that's really really cool um and yeah um i just can't wait to play this game and i i look forward to us having some games together um one weekend and for it to be the uh sunday multiplayer oh man sunday multiplayer would be such a great choice for sure Because each room we could have different rooms for like everyone's going to do a different book like we just break off into let's see if sunday we can complete all six books together (laughs) game cat army um Be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like spo- spoilers for the review. The the review that I'm like, you know, constantly thinking of every single time I play and capture I capture footage every time I play Demio, uh, just because I'm like, I'm going to review this soon, right? So I just need the footage handy. Spoilers. It's going to be like really, really positive. There are very few things that I could ding this game for, uh, and the replayability is amazing. Uh, it's it's hard not to recommend. I can't think of anybody I wouldn't recommend this game to. Um, I guess yeah. if you only like first person like military right. shooters, then I guess this isn't for you. Uh, but man, I think even people who don't think this is for them should find a way to give it a shot, right? So I saw somebody right. in the chat say that this should have a demo. I, I don't even know how they'd make a demo work for this. Like, because you can't give somebody a full the t- floor. Yeah, the That's- tutorial doesn't even do it justice. You do yeah. the tutorial, and it's like, uh, I guess I work out. And it's like when you go in there, like, oh wow. Yep. It's the magic of learning the abilities and stuff. So yep. I'm totally with you there, Brian. Because for me, I'm like, now we're at the other side of the launch, not predicting. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not putting this in concrete, but my sense is what are like the five must play games that you'd recommend most strongly? This would definitely be in that top five. Um, <sighs> yeah. I mean, initially, I have to say that it would have been, but man, like, I feel like every game that I play, I'm like, wow, what, right. this is way better than I expected it to be. And so right. my, my top five keeps and that's changing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But absolutely right now, I would definitely say, uh, yes, this would be in my top five. Definitely. Um, I saw a question in the chat that, uh, that I wanted to address. It's a, it just while you're looking at that, um, it's just another example of a game that I just hope it gets long-term support. Um, Cities VR, I feel the same with. This is a game with long-term support. You know, you get brought into these worlds, you fall in love with the mechanics, and you want to do more and more with it. And, um, you know, DLC for VR games hasn't really been a thing, has it? I mean, it depends. What, Pay DLC. I mean, Beat Saber. 
okay, but yeah, so Beat Saber, I, but not in terms of like campaigns. I mean, I mean, I'm sure there are examples, but it's it's not particularly that kind of. No, it yeah. hasn't been that I kind think, of market. I, I think I, it's getting there, right? I mean, like because because uh, of yeah. hybrid games, I think we're getting there. Um, you know, so you can certainly this, spend some money in Gran Turismo if you wanted to. Right. If you, if you don't want to actually play the game and just want to buy cars, <laughs> then you could spend some serious money in there. But no. Well, that's it. But this this is the generation that I think a game like Demio, and I know some people are going, don't give them ideas, Miles. It's like, look, they're, they're already thinking about uh, it. They've if they got are going to be doing it. Yep. Yeah. But it's like, that is a game where you could do a paid battle pass because the stuff you get for included with the price is amazing anyway. It, but people that want to support the game, this is a game where I'd be like, no, actually, I love this so much. It's why, you know, Fortnite does so well and you spend for a free game so much money on it because you're like, the amount of hours and enjoyment, I'm happy to hand over this money because, yeah, I I feel like it's kind of like I want to thank and support the devs, even if they are a multi-billion dollar company that's doing fine for cash. There's this kind of exchange that happens and I think it's even more intimate when it comes to VR games because a lot of these studios are smaller and resolution games, it's like, no, if 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 what it takes for you to keep because this is what the conversation is often, Brian, isn't it? About do we do a, a DLC or do we do a new game? Are we going to do a new game because then we can charge more for it and there is a development cost that comes with it? Um, whereas for this, it's like we want more Demio content. Well, I'm happy to pay for it. Yeah, you know. Well, and, and honestly, like you know, like we because we're playing on PSVR two, a lot of us weren't around. I mean, I was partially on quest to to like see the free dlc coming in now we've got the full complete game right like we, we didn't have to wait for all these this, this dlc uh and and i would say from this point on like if they felt like charging ten dollars a campaign 7.99 on a campaign something like that uh like i wouldn't be opposed to it because i know that i'm gonna get hours and hours and hours out of each one of those campaigns um so I, I wouldn't be surprised if the the next book that they announce is paid DLC, but if it's not paid DLC, if it's free, fucking good on them, man. Like that, I'm, I'm betting this game is selling really, really well across all platforms. And they should also sell a physical copy of the game with a, like a, a more developed version of that, like with all the pieces, like, you know, a collector's edition. Yeah. Like, why not? I think, obviously, you might want to wait until more people have got it and been brought into the world, but it's one that I could see that happening with. Um yeah, it's it's Demo's one of those games that you're. I mean, look, I don't know if you agree with me. GT Seven, I'm excited because it's just amazing. Yeah, hands down, and I'm going to have so many hundreds of hours of fun in it. That's never going to change. But in terms of like, am I excited for the future of GT Seven? I'm not because I don't feel they can really they could add tracks and cars, but that's not really going to change my overall love for GT Seven. Whereas Demio is one where I'm like, I'm actually excited for the future. Not that I'm not enjoying it now. I'm loving it now. But I can't wait to see what they do with it next. Do you know what I mean? Like the, the feeling of potential and scope, it feels like they've not hit the ceiling yet. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Uh, okay, a couple things from the chat here. MRI Gamer with the $5 tip says, Brian, did Miles tell you that the dev sent him a physical board game as well? Did you get a Demio board game? He said this after you already. Right. Yeah, he's just he's just teasing me. MRI knows that I'm jealous. Funky Sloth says, does PSVR 2 have the best launch lineup of anything ever? So of any console, I got to say, I mean, I've been around, man. Right? I've been around. Been around for a long time. I've been, I've been gaming since the Atari 2600. 
Uh, I can't name a better launch lineup than this, right? I think this is a better launch lineup than the Dreamcast and the PS2 and the Game Boy Advance. Like, those are some stellar launches. Looking at all the games, if Jesus, if this is your first headset or if you're coming from PSVR 1 or if you're coming from Quest, like, unbelievable, man. I think this is the best launch lineup we've ever had for anything. Mm, Yeah, I I feel that. And it's like a lot of these things. When when something's so amazing, you just pause that little bit going, is there something obvious that I've missed? But there might be an exception that comes up later down the line. But as of things right now, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. The, the idea that where are the games? It's like that is literally what gets asked whenever hardware is released. And I think PSVR 2 is the one. Just people saying, where are the games? Cities VR, <laughs> a city builder, Demio tabletop, right. a driving simulator, horror games, first person shooter, combat um, shooter, arcade shooter with Zombieland, want to go into the world of Star Wars, Jurassic Park, Cell Shader. Yeah. Um, the diversity of titles um is just uh beneath your eyes it's it's just the the diversity of t- it's not even just about the number there's a huge number of titles but the diversity is fantastic yep. and um, i mean AAA games triple games triple games right out of the gate right uh yep. t- t- the best versions of all the ports Right, things like Demio, things like Pistol Whip, things like—I mean, you name it, man. You you name the games that people are like. Oh, one of these are just ports, right? That's the word that's going around from people who have no fucking idea what they're talking about. You see it on kind of funny. You see it on IGN. You see it everywhere, man. And I'm not like I'm not trying to like you know say those people are fucking clueless or it's it's just that they haven't been in the VR space enough to understand the difference between the PSVR 2 version and the PSVR 1 version or the Quest 1 or 2 version or even the PC VR version, right? The rest of it's been around long enough to go, these are the fucking best versions of these games yet, right? And and by not by a small margin, by a mile, right? Playing Demio on, uh, on, on PSVR 2 is light years better than playing it on Quest. Dude, and Saints and Sinners Chapter 1 and 2 are coming in like two weeks, unbelievable man like those i I can't wait to play those right because saints and sinners was like one of the best games on psvr1 and to and to have this like fully psvr2 ified version of it uh just around the corner along with the follow-up mind-blowing man mind-blowing good stuff good stuff i'm so happy that we're here with a bunch of people in the chat everyone's like yeah fuck right so um all right man uh, wait, wait, one more. Th- I think Matt too much in the chat said Village Stream Part Three coming soon, Brian. So soon that it already happened. Yeah, like that. That's what I did today before Gamescast. So you've got some catching up to do. I think it was like at least two hours, maybe two and a half. I didn't actually check to see how long I streamed for. So Matt, you got some watching to do. Part Four coming soon, though. I'm not going to wait nearly as long to get Part Four in. Uh, so thank you to everybody who hung out and watched me stream, even though I couldn't see or hear your chat. Uh, I feel isolated. It's exactly what I wanted these streams to be. It is my first playthrough documented uh, where you guys get to watch live and I still feel like I'm in solitude. I still feel like, uh, you know, there, there's no safety blanket there. It's very nice. Yeah. Yep. I'm huge respect, man. I couldn't do it. I mean, I'm again, I'm proud. I've made huge, huge improvements uh, from where I've been. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I couldn't do that. Well, Miles, what you can do is play a little PSVR 20 questions. This week I'm the host. I've got a PSVR game right up here in this head of mine. Uh, and uh, you over there 
and everybody in the chat. You guys get six minutes and 20 yes or no questions to figure out what game that is. And I'm going to need everyone's help a lot because, yeah, you know, you when you're burnt out, like, and you feel, like, quite unwell, like, oh, I feel it through my bones. I'm, I'm literally going to go to bed straight after this, even though I just want to play VR. Yeah, so, right. um, yeah, I can't wait. Well, to thank, just thanks for spending sleep. so much time here, Miles. Like, this is... Oh, know. dude, this is... F- this is like my favorite time of the week. I love spending time with you, Brian, and I love spending time with all the game cats and just chatting about what we're passionate about because, you know, I have a couple of friends that play PSVR too, um, but like between them, they play a few games each. Having this community, everyone, you're going to be able to talk about all games because someone would have played it and you're going to be able to sort of share those experiences and like the voice chat on Discord and the Sunday meetups. Yeah, it's, it's just amazing. And uh, I know I say it, probably every week but i feel incredibly lucky and i'm grateful for all of you so thank you my heart has been warmed it grew three sizes that day oh oh all right man are you ready yeah be nice to me now with the 20 questions (laughs) (laughs) i just hope you've played it (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was gonna check miles's trophy list to make sure that uh this is a game right all right here we go on your mark get this go is it a PSVR 2 title? No. No, okay. So PSVR. Um, does it have multiplayer? Yes. Is it only multiplayer? Um, yeah, I, I, I feel like... Is, I, is the main yeah. game only multiplayer? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like some tutorial, or maybe something like that. Um, I love the question: Can you kill a penguin in it? Like, can people <laughs> stop with the penguin That's stuff? Really honestly, honestly, I'm getting a lot of bad reputation. Yeah, yeah. It was an accident, and I tried to revive it with the paddle. Yeah. Um, uh, is is the uh, are you predominantly in a vehicle? No, not predominantly. No. Um. Is the main mechanic shooting? Uh, no, I wouldn't say the main mechanic is shooting. Not the main one. Is it a sports game? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes sports game. Um, is it? Um, is it kind of? Um, is it kind of a sandbox game? I like. Are there lots of just different things that you can do with people? It's not like one game. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sandbox style game. Um. And I'm assuming it's cartoony in style. It is cartoony in style. Um. Yeah. I'm. I mean. Um. Am I likely to find kids screaming at me, telling me to go f myself and stuff like that? I mean. Sometimes, sometimes they're just drawing yeah. dicks on the wall. So yeah. And am I likely to clip it and use it as clip of the week? Uh, this has happened. Yes, <laughs> this has happened. It's time to wrap it up, Miles. <laughs> Brian, I think I might have played this game. Yeah, is it Rec Room, Brian? It is Rec Room, Miles. Amazing. Yep. I can't wait for PSVR two version. Like genuinely, like I just it has. I don't know. They. I'm surprised how quiet they've been. Yeah. But then, is there a meta deal going on, um, dude? Between yeah. between this and Beat Saber, I, I feel like launch was so crowded. At a certain point, Sony yes. was like, "Listen, we just got to simmer, right?" So launch is taken care of. 
uh, March is taken care of with Switchback and Saints and Sinners one and two for your eyes, right? Uh, last worker. And then they're like, so like, let's, let's see what people are doing in April or May or June. And then we'll drop Beat Saber. We'll drop Rec Room. We'll drop this. We'll drop that. They've got to be working with all these studios to figure out a good time to release their game. So it doesn't just get buried, right? I just can't wait for like the haptics in all the different modes because something I always liked about Rec Room was even though like if you're doing laser tag or paintballing, yes, it's a shooting game, but they felt very different. Like in laser tag, you felt like you were in that space with the sort of the the dust floating around, the neon lights, the laser weapons. Mm -hmm. Whereas in paintballing, you were outside the way the, the, the trajectory of the paintballs. Like it was it was great. And the fact that people can create their own maps and game modes um it's uh it's a it's a really good time so yeah i'm, I'm looking forward to playing a psvr2 version of rec room yeah indeed miles it's time to get out of here thank you so much again for hanging out guys if you don't already subscribe to miles over at youtube.com slash miles uh he he does he does a lot of psvr2 stuff now um anything anything specifically happening on your channel miles uh that people should go over there and check out yeah, so Sunday seems to be the day I do live stream, but I try and keep it distant from the Sunday multiplayer. Um, if any of you are still unsure about Demio, that's what I'm going to be playing on Sunday. I'm going to be live streaming it. So, you know, just check it out. What I do in my live streams every week is I do a Let's Play and I play a game from the beginning. So if you're not sure if you want to be spoiled and you watch it for like 10 minutes and go, I've seen enough, I've seen <laughs> enough. Because you'll, you'll get a sense very quickly if it's a game for you. Then you can go off and go and play it and often people do that they go oh hey miles just stopping by to give a thumbs up and by the way if you haven't done a thumbs up today please please do it we haven't said that yet but yeah people that say i'm just giving you a thumbs up i'm now gonna go and play it i don't want to see too much totally respect it it's just an opportunity to hang out i get to try out games from the beginning and just sort of share thoughts and although i've played a lot of demio we're gonna play a dungeon that i've not done yet and um, yeah. maybe brian will join me if our, our schedules align um or i don't know um we'll work something out but um yeah it should be a good one nice guys thank you everybody thank you everybody who uh supports this channel obviously i said jamie Meow already and uh sci-fi game cat henry uh if you listen to this on a podcast uh amazing thank you guys so much for skyrocketing our numbers yeah. and, and getting us at there at the top of the list in the video game category uh, uh unbelievable how uh how much you guys have been supportive uh thank you everybody for watching this everybody clicks like uh subscribe to the channel all of that stuff right dude Somebody already called it out at the beginning of the stream. I think it was uh, Brando that said uh, about all the mods. The mods are killing it, man. Just amazing. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Uh, thank you. you make our job so much easier. So much easier. I mean, dude. And There's like, nothing worse being anxious at the chat going, oh, this has got a bit out of control. Like, yeah. it's always sorted. Um, so, yeah. Dude, and they're, and they're like my best friends, too. Like, they're like, you know, they're there for emotional support. Um, like, there's so many times that I'm just like, I... I I just need to talk to somebody and they are always there for me. And I fucking love them so much for that. Um, this is, this is, this, this is a family, uh, for people who don't understand people who want to come into the discord or come into the chat and cause chaos. That's not what we're about. And, uh, and, and I don't care how big without parole gets. That's never what we're going to be about. We're, we're all friends. We're all family. And I fucking love you guys. Thank you. Everybody who supports the channel financially on patreon.com slash without pro games. Everybody who's joined as a member on YouTube without even asking what the perks will be, because we're still working on it, man. Lots of shit happening over here. We'll figure it out. Uh, everybody who, uh, everybody who tips during a stream, everybody who comments helps miles with 20 question. And of course, everybody who stats, sits back and watch the show and doesn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there. We love you just as much. Happy Friday, Miles. 
Happy Friday, Brian. Happy Friday again, cats. Have a wonderful weekend. See you Sunday on the racetrack. Uh, Miles, uh, VR Demon in the chat said, uh, Brian or anyone, did anyone play that upside down DLC course on a walkabout? Was wondering if it's any good. I got to tell you, Miles, this is the first time ever that me and the mods and, and, and my friends online have not bought the DLC for walkabout, walkabout day one, right? This is this was my reason to pick up my quest constantly. And we would always be like, yeah, here's here's my $3. Here's my $4. I want your course. I can't wait to play it. Can't wait to check it out. Uh, the Atlantis one was great. The um, uh, the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea one was amazing. Eldorado is still one of my favorite ones. Absolutely fucking love it, right? I saw I saw the announcement of this, and I went, I don't, I don't think I'm going to buy it. I think I'm going to wait for PSVR two version and that'll be the first time I play it. Um, so dude, the, the times they are changing. I have not played the new course on walkabout and it feels like something's wrong. So hopefully they get that shit out here on PSVR two soon. We don't have a date yet. Do we Or an even window just 2023? Is that right? Uh, yeah. Uh, just, yeah, just, it said, it said coming soon, but, but walkabout those developers over there at uh, mighty coconut are really good. Dude, like they are really good about saying coming soon and then it's out in a month. Like they they don't dick around, right? Like they're like coming soon, it's out. It's like, oh damn, I love it. So I have I have a strong feeling and um they've opened up uh applications for beta testing on PSPR two. So dude, I mean it must be close. It must be real close. Oh man. All yeah. these social experiences. Well, another social experience I've been loving lately, Brian, <laughs> is is Pavlov. Um, and I, I realise that Clip of the Week now is becoming just the weekly damage control for Miles because something embarrassing happens. Clearly, people have got footage of me doing stuff. It's going to get out there. So I just need to get it out there ahead of it. And uh, a lot of people in Pavlov love playing Russian Roulette. And you know what Russian Roulette is, Brian, don't you? You know, you get oh, your revolver. God. You, you put the bullet in. You quickly swing it mm-hmm. and it has to spin spinning is the important thing mm-hmm. and then you point it at yourself mm-hmm. and then you shoot and then you pass it on and it can go on for a long time especially if you're playing with just two people so this footage is from my friend johnny oh and um <laughs> i realized that week. russian roulette okay russian roulette is not for me so um yeah let's let's check it let's out just check it out let's meet up and play russian roulette here there's one bullet in here. Look. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> Innocence win. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, Miles. Correct me if I'm wrong. These games usually last a little bit longer, right? Usually not the first one out of the chamber. Yeah, I, I when I <laughs> uh, flicked it, it didn't actually spin. So when it went in, literally, I'd loaded the one that was next oh to, to shoot. And what what I do love about that clip is the music builds as the because I'm waiting for it to start when you can actually start doing damage. Yeah, and the music just makes it seem way more dramatic. Oh my god! And as soon as that happened, I knew uh, I knew the footage was going to get out there. So yeah, <laughs> Miles, it's late, dude. It's time for you to get some sleep.
Yeah. Yeah. Have a good, good night, everyone. Have a good weekend, everybody.